<laughs> I wish I'd have that on the recording. All right, here we go. <clears throat> You are listening to Loud on the Set with Kyle and James. A level-headed movie critic meets a loud-mouthed movie cynic. And action! All right, welcome back to the show. My name is Kyle. This is James. And today, James, what are we doing? Listener mail. Listener mail number two. Listener mail number two. Yeah, so we do, we do end every episode by giving our email out. Correct. And uh, nobody's responded. So, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and we do have a, a considerable amount of cool listener mail that we've received. So we wanted to pay some tribute to that. Thank you all for sending us your mail. The suggestions on top of, uh, we're going to read comments and things like this. But we've gotten so many uh, podcast episode suggestions from you all. So thank you all so much for sending those in. Um, you'll probably be hearing them uh, very soon, coming up mm-hmm. in the future. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but on that note, uh, we're just going to go back and forth and read some of the highlights, some things that made us think, some things about our episodes um, that we did terribly. People just ripped us to shreds. No, I'm just kidding. There's none of that. But uh, mm-hmm. um, we're just going to read some of these and, uh, and chat about them a little bit. So you want to start us off, James, with uh, something you found interesting? Sure. I'm going to read a message. Well, I'm going to paraphrase a message from Linda. Linda. Linda was on the show mm-hmm. uh, providing some listener mail last time, I believe. I believe so. But here's yes. what Linda had to say about our episode dedicated to Malcolm X, Kyle. Oh, excellent. That was Linda a good says, one. this podcast was your best one yet. Woo! Ooh. She says, both the technical critique and your interpretation from two white guys. <laughs> I think she, I made it very clear that we addressed yeah. that point. And it? then she says, she finishes off her listener mail by saying, uh, enter me in your raffle, and I'm not just responding to enter the raffle. <laughs> And we did Genuine enter her into the raffle. I remember reading that and cracking up as I cut up everybody's name and put them into the little hats. So. Kyle, let me tell you something. <clears throat> we got great feedback on Malcolm X. We did. That was a good episode. Great episode. Um, to date, it's really the only serious episode we've had, at least fully serious. Right. We've done reviews on like Ex Machina and the Gift mm-hmm. with a lot of jokes and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, man. Maybe yeah. We'll, we'll have to search out some additional themes right yeah and, and, I know and, that and turn to seriousness that was that was more or less a gift to me for that month and and right. that's that's one of my favorite movies kyle I've we chat- owe you one i've chatted with some folks about that um from my family and friends that have listened to it and mm-hmm. other listeners of the podcast and people said now that they've listened to that they're going to go back and watch the film so some people hadn't seen it before um and i know a couple people have read the book and and really like that we highlighted that too so excellent excellent yeah i was i was really happy about that too okay <clears> great kyle what do you got this is fun. Uh, this is a little bit of listener mail. That's kind of an activity for us, but I thought it was a good, quick activity, and I wanted to spontaneously throw it at you here. Okay. But, of course, uh, you know Andrea, if you've listened to the podcast before. <laughs> Number one fan. And Andrea sent us a, uh, a bit of listener mail about our episode Wannabes. On Wannabes, when we talked about what roles we would put each other in and what roles yes. we would want to play for ourselves. And she, of course, noted that we were only picking male roles as we went through it, just because we immediately identified with that. So she wanted to know some female wannabe characters for each of us. Excellent question. Excellent. I got one. I got one. Yeah, ready. go ahead. Ready? I would be Gina Davis in A League of Their Own. Ooh, very nice. Um, she's smart. She's athletic. She's got a good head on her shoulders, right? She's mm-hmm. the hardworking um clear thinking older sister now Uh and she forges her own path even though she's 
wildly successful at baseball and could, you know, well, I'm not going to say earn millions doing that. That He didn't pay them <laughs> millions. But, you know, she, she chooses a humble lifestyle over superstardom, essentially. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the way the movie portrayed it. Anyway. Right. But there you go. I'm, I'm Gina Davis and Lee of Their Own. Yeah. Um, Kyle. Ripley from Alien. As horrifying <laughs> nice. as that would be. Um, I'm thinking more from an acting standpoint. Mm-hmm. What a juicy, wonderful role to to play. And then coupled with Aliens, actually, being able to take that character from being scared and trapped and finally overcoming uh, the odds at one point and then just becoming, after that, like the the mogul of all that information and of the intelligence and having to be the powerful political leader to bring people to understanding that these xenomorphs going to mess us up, yo, and we got to fight them and do what we got to do and what what an awesome experience that would be. So anyway, right. I'd be Ripley. That's pretty we, – we came up with good answers right off the cuff. Yeah. Not bad. Take that, Andrea. <laughs> I think that we're not capable. We don't think about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that was fun. Um, I don't know. Would you want – do you have any for me? Any you think I'd be good in? I, that I'd have to put some thought into. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll table that discussion. Know. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll bring it up later, yeah. but yeah, good ones. Okay, next listener mail. I have one here from Rachel. 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 Rachel says, um, Rachel had a couple of listener mails for us. I'll read a quick one because I'm sure Kyle has some other ones. She was disappointed in The Revenant. Interesting. We recently reviewed The Revenant. Yes, and, and she was stoked for that movie. Yeah, she was happy that Leo won his uh, first Oscar for Best Actor, right? Mm-hmm. But she felt that the most deserving this year was Brian Cranston in Trumbo. Yeah, and I actually didn't see Trumbo. Me neither. She keeps saying that I need to see it. Yeah, but I've heard it's really good. Um, and just knowing, just almost solely knowing Brian Cranston from Breaking Bad and a few of the films he's been in, um, wow, the the range that he has is so terrifying and like otherworldly he is a brilliant actor so trumbo uh, uh seems like a phenomenal film and um yeah I'm, I'm excited to go see it glad we got some well rachel yeah rachel on. hints to me that given the current political climate and the, the talks of inequality and how easily we are accepting of a democratic socialist running for president and the new the scary socialist word and all that stuff and how it's not so it's not so such of a stigma anymore, right? Right. That she says, you will like Trumbo. So, Excellent. All right, you got a good suggestion there. Awesome. All right. What do you got next, Kyle? Very cool. Listen um, to mail. This one is about our episode, Crutch Films. Ooh. And uh, and two people um, kind of gave us some, some crutch films of their own. Excellent. Um, Sandy said that her crutch film, her all-time crutch film, is Jaws. Nice. That's like her favorite film of all time is Jaws. Um, and it's a good movie. It holds up all this time later. Even when you see the shark and he looks a little rubbery, <laughs> there's something still terrifying about it. Um, I wouldn't get in the water with that giant mechanical shark. Not at <laughs> all. It's terrifying. Um, but another film she mentioned, and I'm curious to know if you've seen this or not, because I think it's in black and white. It might not be, but The Blob. Have you seen The Blob starring Steve McQueen? I have not seen it. I have seen it. I have it on VHS. And she said that was another film that she was watching recently. Um, really good. The Blob. Wow. Um, and then Andrea responded um, on top of a film that I had mentioned, L.A. Confidential, and backed it up 10 million fold. She said she's bought so many copies of this film and has bought them for other people 
that uh, that she really loves it. And I can't remember. I think you said you hadn't seen it, right? I have not seen I it. I would highly, highly recommend it. It's coming from Andrea as well. It is a phenomenal mystery film, action film, drama. It's got a brilliant actors and actresses in it, incredible screenplay, and it all takes place in that like 40s tinsel town Hollywood. And Danny DeVito's in it, so hey. go see it. All right, man. <laughs> So crutch films, some crutch films from some people. Excellent crutch film. That was a long time ago. We made that episode. It was a long time ago. Excellent. All right, we're, we're digging deep into the mailbag here. Digging L- deep. Listen to mail. Here's <laughs> one from um, my dad, Kyle. Ooh. My dad says, "This is this is from from <laughs> straight from his mouth. I don't have straight. it. I don't have it written down. He said this to me, and okay. I remember. He says, "Yeah, I've been listening to your blog." <laughs> Calls it a blog. Well, it's on a blog, That's so. Good. Yeah, and he goes, yeah, I've been listening to your blog. I said, yeah, what do you think? And he goes, you know, Kyle doesn't curse. <laughs> I got the hint. <laughs> He's just, and then, of course, the conversation, oh, why you got to curse so much? It makes you sound like this, that, and the other, and when you're really not a stupid idiot and all that. I go, it's, for the, it's just, I get worked up, you know? Entertainment. I, I made a promise to my dad that I might try to curse a little bit less. Okay. I don't know if I've been doing it. This this listener mail is from weeks back, you know? <laughs> it's the yin and the yang. Yeah, there well, you go. good for fucking you, James. <laughs> oh, hey, did you hear that? <laughs> the blog just got worse. You know, that reminds me of a really funny joke. A comedian named Bill Hicks. Have you heard of oh, Bill Hicks? Bill Hicks is the best. Bill Hicks was the best. Uh, too soon. He got pancreatic cancer yeah. and he died. He had a really funny joke about Bob Hope. And his parents came and saw his act one time. And he's pretty filthy. You know, he talks yep. about lots of stuff. But so brilliant. Such a smart guy. Like, knew the world so well. And he has asked his parents, or they told him what they thought of the act. And they said, do you have to use the F word so much? This is exactly <laughs> how he says it. Bob Hope doesn't have to use the F word in his act. And he just goes, yeah, well, Bob Hope's not playing the shitholes I'm at. <laughs> made me think of that, so. Yeah. Bill Hicks. Bill Hicks. You haven't listened, go and listen. The documentary movie on his life, American. Yeah. Bill Hicks, American, I think it is. Anyway, the cover artist, his mouth with like an American bandana. Mm -hmm. Brilliant. So good. I quote Bill Hicks up and down. What is it? You you do advertisements, you're off the artistic roll call. Which is why, (laughs) Kyle, we we continue to reject corporate sponsorship here. Oh, yeah. Everyone is calling. Our phone line is blowing up. You accept that money, like Bill Hicks said, you're off the artistic roll call. (laughs) So, ad-free, loud on the set, still ad-free, baby. Ad-free, brought to you by Just Kyle and James. <laughs> All right. All right, moving on. Moving uh, on. So, this one comes to us about our episode, Ex Machina. Yes. Um, this was a really good movie. Heard a lot of people talk about it. Um, uh, Rachel responded to this one as well, mm-hmm. um, as my sister, Hallie. She responded as well. Oh, good. Um, hey, but Hallie, what's up? Ra- <laughs> what's going on, Hallie? Um so Rachel uh, was talking about Ex Machina, and she was addressing some of the points that we made about Caleb at the end of the film. Mm-hmm. And she and her boyfriend both think that Caleb dies. Um, and they referenced the fact that, of course, that was your yep. decision as well. I didn't feel like that. But they made a solid point in referencing that just like the old, uh, I don't know what to call them, cyborgs? <laughs> just like the old replicants or whatever you want to call right. them, that... Uh, um, that Nathan builds the the creator guy. Um, they outlive their purpose and their usefulness uh, when he moves on and builds a better one, mm-hmm. and they become you know tossed away. They become secondary. And 
Caleb outlives his use. He becomes secondary. He's no longer needed. He gets left there. So I thought that was an interesting point. Another thing she mentioned, um, and she said she actually went to a talk with the director, which is pretty cool. Um, But this one he was kind of coy about. But she mentioned how Nathan only makes females and how this could potentially be a metaphor for how men construct the perfect female nowadays with internet dating, and she mentioned with pornography and lots of other things, how men are in this world where they're searching for that perfect female and not seeing them as other people, seeing them as this construct of society. And we, I think we see that magazines, everybody's being airbrushed all the time, body image, all of that. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really solid point um, for, that the film is absolutely representing, even if the director didn't want to give it up. <laughs> we got we to gotta have Rachel on the show. We do. We Rachel, Rachel will be show. on soon. Yep. Another thing, and I believe your brother mentioned this as well, but um, Hallie brought this to my attention afterwards and thought this was hilarious. She said, so you reviewed Ex Machina, and you know of the trope, I know you know, Kyle, of deus ex machina, which is the idea that the plot is guided so that it can move on. Yeah. So the deus ex machina is whatever needs to happen to make the plot move on is happening. And during the film, I referenced that that was the only flaw that I, I thought about the movie, was that it just felt like it just clipped on the one the one note and just kept having to advance its plot. So she said... So the thing you liked least about Ex Machina was Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I guess that's a good way to put it. So Yeah, we were a bit, we showed a little bit of our lack of preparation. We both know what Deus Ex Machina is. And right. yet when we described the movie itself in the title, we acted like we never heard of that. <laughs> Nobody too, made that. Perhaps it comes from this. <laughs> like We knew. Like If we just stopped for a second, stop our big mouths for a split second... But we God get so it. excited and we want do. to share yeah. with everybody. I, I want you people to come to the studio. And There's preparation. Listen, paper. we have papers. There's paper here. There's we a write lucky, on the papers. There's a lucky podcast pencil right here. You can here. hear it. A lucky podcast uh, glass of water. And a hat. <laughs> and, and a hat. hat. And a hat. All right, bring us, bring us another okay, one. Okay, here we go. This one comes to us. Um, I think we'll, we might have some more from this guy, but we'll, we'll get him started now. Okay. Kevin. Kev. Kevo. What's going on, Kev? Uh, he just sent this to me uh, last night, actually. Ooh, okay. Fresh listener mail. Um, he he was watching a movie from work, and and he sent, sent me this message afterwards. <clears throat> Finally got around to watching Ant-Man while at work. <laughs> Even though I was essentially being paid to see this flick, after it was over, I still wanted my money back. <laughs> and I said, that's very clever. My brother's very clever with words and stuff like that. <laughs> very clever plan words. And then... He, uh, he said, uh, you know, I got to listen to your Ant-Man episode again. And I said, this is back and forth text, right? right? This is listener mail via text. Man, that and was I like said, episode four or something. I know. Something. So I sent him way back to episode <laughs> four. I said, yeah, you got to you gotta listen to the episode. It makes some really good points about that piece of shit movie, right? <laughs> and he sends me back one of my quotes from our Ant-Man episode, Kyle. Oh, okay. Open quote. They suck. They suck dick. <laughs> Close quote. When I was talking about the characters and you... If you remember our Ant-Man episode, you're like, yes. oh, okay, we're, are we done with the characters? Like, yeah, they suck. They suck. Yeah. Formula, yes. yes. All right. <laughs> there you go. I vindicated by That's my own hilarious. brother. So yeah. I just have one question about that because it all yeah. makes sense. But what job does he have that he's able to watch Ant-Man while he's at work? <laughs> <laughs> what, what job does he have? Uh, I'll, if he calls in, I'll let him decide okay. if he wants to share that. Yes. Because we would... don't talk about 
That's true. I would love to know. I would love to know, Kev, if you're willing to share uh, what what role you hold at your uh, your company or place of work where where you got to watch Ant Man fully and get paid for it. I'd love to know that. <laughs> I'm sure his bosses would too, right? <laughs> All right, um, Andrea, again, sent us another uh, bit about The Revenant. You mentioned a couple things before, Mm -hmm. um, but this one was in reference to one of my favorite directors, and I didn't mention this during the filming because I wanted to talk more about um, the continuous shots and the grueling filmmaking process and everything, but artfully, it was very similar to this director. She points out Terrence Malick, and I don't know if you've ever seen a Terrence Malick film um, but I think he's probably most famous for his film Badlands, which came out in the 70s. And The Thin Red Line is another one. I think there's something else called like A New World that came out recently. And then the most recent one I can think of is called Tree of Life. And I haven't seen this, but it was split between two camps. People that went and saw it and went, that was amazing and changed like my life. And people that went, what the hell was that piece of garbage? <laughs> um, he's a very interesting director. Uh, um, I just saw Badlands recently for the first time. But it's all about the American wild, the American wilderness, the, the world that we're in, the nature that's around us, and how people interact with nature. Um, so Badlands is a fascinating movie, um, and he has lots of really brilliantly framed nature shots. And these are like the big wide shots, like the epic displays. And usually they're, they're really long as well. So he's got the wide, long shots that he uses, um, very similar to The Revenant. I think The Revenant sticks a little bit more towards that uh, um, other directing style I was mentioning with, uh, um, what's that film? You know the film. You know the one. Children of Men. Children of Men, thank you. Um, sticks a little bit more towards that. Yep. But um, the, Terrence Malick is definitely in um, that scope and was a huge influence on this film and that director as well. So well, well pointed out. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Next, next yeah. listener to Mel? Yeah, next one. Here we go. This one comes <clears throat> to us courtesy of Dan from Singapore. Dan. Yo, Dan. <laughs> What's up, man? I think I have one from Dan, too. All right. Dan um, <laughs> says in reaction to the animation episode. Oh, yes. That was uh, what I was just going to talk about. Pray tell, James. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'll, we'll split it. How about that? He um, he recommended, and oh, boy, you know, Dan, you're my man and all that, but I'm definitely not going to see this movie. <laughs> he recommended Zootopia. He did. For the racial undertones, mm-hmm. including backhanded compliments to the fox, I guess. Oh, you're really articulate for a fox or whatever, right? <laughs> Um, yeah, I get it. Um, I just I can't, you know, I can't. Anyway, I know. I know uh, but you he, can't. but but I. The other half of of the half of Dan's message that I wanted to read was, he says I'm a little bit behind on listening to the podcast, but I love the ones I heard, Kyle. Yeah, right, I saw Dan. that as well. Some really good support. Yep, good support. Um, so I had the exact same thing I was going to talk about. Uh huh. Because um, we're well prepared and we talked about this ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> Dan on the animation episode. Um, suggested some films for you Zootopia was one and I think mm-hmm. that I've mentioned at this point that I've seen Zootopia as well and I really thought it was excellent I know you'll never go and see it but here's the deal I just want to sell you on this point because I know one of your main concerns about the film is we don't need to represent like really complicated ideas in this dumbed down way for children mm-hmm. I know that's that's been your take on it so Here is what I want to say about it. First of all, it does that thing that you hate (laughs) extremely, extremely well. And I think for a lot of kids that are growing up in environments where 
there's a tightrope between right and wrong in terms of how we're classifying people and if we should we should not and how we're handling that in our society it does a fantastic job of representing that just using something as simple that all the kids will understand as animals that eat other animals and animals that don't eat other animals so carnivores and herbivores and they all live in this like mammalian society and it's really fascinating but something else that it does really well and why i did not think this was a kids movie um, when i went and saw it was it was terrifying all the children in the theater i think like a quarter of the theater left and was crying at some point during this film wow because it was scary and i was i there was a jump scare in it that launched me out of my seat and i i do not and maybe it was because i was so far removed i was never expecting that but there is some heavy stuff in this in terms of um, the main plot which is essentially a really good detective story as well which is pretty interesting so it harkens back to noir films with this uh cop that has to work with this criminal basically this petty criminal to solve this crime it goes back to the noir genre it does the lighting it does the um, tropes extremely well and i've seen a couple theories on it and um and topics that it represents and one of them um one of the theories that's launched uh was about the like crack epidemic in the 70s and how the government might be like suppressing the citizens with crack cocaine wow and i was like whoa um so shout out to uh wherever i saw that um film theory uh matt pat's film theory on youtube that was a wonderful episode um about that uh that specific topic really really heavy themes i mean there's a breaking bad reference in it when they're like distilling these flowers down for this crazy chemical they're like poisoning people with it is nuts Jeez. but anyway it's really deep so in all of that world if you could separate yourself from it and you got it for a, on a bootleg in ecuador <laughs> i think you would passively enjoy watching right. um okay but moving on okay said my piece on zootopia um wally i think you would love but you'll never see um, and he recommended Wally for you. Um, the two you should absolutely see that he recommended. I've seen one of these. Um, Persephilis, if you haven't seen that, and Waltz with Bashir. You've um, seen that, yeah? I have not seen Waltz with Bashir. I've seen Persepolis, and it is amazing. And both are films that you talk about all the time, political situations in the Middle mm -hmm. East that resonate really hard with you. They're very well stylized um, animated films. They're not kids' movies. They are grown up and tough and hard and violent and dark and really important and interesting. Um, and I'm pretty sure both of these were nominated for the Academy Awards when they came out as well. But thank you, Dan. Um, Excellent, Dan. Those are some great suggestions I recommend for you on our animation topic, as well as just movies in general. Very good. Lots I'm of gonna good. I'm going to see Waltz with Bashir as well. Excellent. I'll, I'll get it from the library or something. Yeah. My, my bootleg source is kind of dried up. <laughs> Anyway, all right, here we go. Uh, after all that seriousness, let's, yeah. get, let's get lighthearted. Bring us some lightheartedness. Go. I've got nothing else. So, here we go. So send us some. Right. Uh, I think I know where you're going here with this. Here we go with this one. Run them uh, down. Here we go. Here's, I, wonder, I wonder who sent us this one. Here we I go. I wonder who. Let's open, try to guess. Open quote. Okay. Uh, in reaction to The Revenant and what happened, if you listened all the way through The Revenant, you, you know what happened at the end of that podcast with the joke, right? Yes. Kyle's mangling of a name, right? It was a lot of fun. <laughs> Open quote, Kyle Forster, the only person I know who can make a Latino name sound Korean. 
<laughs> yeah. Very good. That very one good. Was, I don't know what was happening to me that day. Okay. Uh, Kev Bo, Kevin, my brother, is, uh, sends us this one as well. Um, in reference to when I got caught up on some rollerblading movie. Oh, yes. Which and we now know the title to is yes. Airborne. Thanks to uh, Nick as well. Yes. He, he, he Facebooked it. Uh, Airborne, a movie us. that takes place in Cincinnati. Yes, thank you, Nick. Uh, my brother, come on, how do you not remember the Hydrox to the gleaming the cube of the Oreo with the... Anyway, the bottom line is... <laughs> <laughs> it, it, and that's a total inside joke. <laughs> Fuck it, we're moving on. Um, yeah, he, he says, Airborne is the name of the movie featuring Cincinnati. <laughs> Why did that come up? Because your friend, which right. Pat, mm-hmm. which, which, which Pat, friend was Pat, yes. lives in Cincinnati. So Pat, Kyle's friend Pat, if you're listening, you got to check out Airborne. Airborne, right? check it out. In my family, Cincinnati is famous for two things. The Reds, baseball, and Airborne. <laughs> fuck, stupid, funny movie. And movie. Skyline Chili, All right. uh, for better or for worse. Uh, also, shout out to Pat for the incredible, no one will ever believe us that that review he gave of the Tarantino film was impromptu, but that was incredible. Oh, uh, yeah. No. And I, I went and saw that afterwards, and I totally agree with everything that you said about it. Um, it was a really, really interesting film. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, Pat, we got to have Pat back on. Yeah, Pat's coming Next back time on. we do cold calls or something like that? <laughs> Absolutely. Good work, Pat. All right, let me see. <clears throat> let me see if I can find some more. Pat's going to be our Midwest uh, um, field reporter. <laughs> What's going on in Cincinnati, Pat? <laughs> Send us an email, loudonset at gmail.com. <laughs> all right, you got any more for us? I'm, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. We're, I'm, we're all, I'm fresh out. Uh, I'm, I've, I have a couple banked and saved for, for later because they're a very recent thing. So, okay. so we'll talk about them in a, in a little bit. All right, but, here's uh, another one from Kev Bo. Yes, give us another Kev. Uh, wouldn't, you know, wouldn't you know it? I just finished your Malcolm X podcast. Great job, boys. Hey, look at you. Oh, what? Ending on a good it note. It doesn't have to. Yeah, we'll, we'll end with that one. How Excellent. That? Yeah. Well, thank you, Kevin. Thank you for all the hilarious comments and everything. Um, we'll have to have uh, Kev on the show one time to, oh, review, yeah. to review a film. It'll be like loud on the set with Kyle and James and James, pretty much. So it'll be fun. <laughs> um, but anyway, again, thank you all so much for the comments, so much for your recommendations. You'll be hearing them coming up on on future episodes if you have any more if you have suggestions um please send them loud on the set at gmail.com um, we've got a special guest that's going to be joining us in the near future from los angeles to talk about uh some interesting aspects of filmmaking with us so uh, get ready for that and thank you for for your recommendation and for uh sending that in um loud on the set at gmail.com check us out on youtube and itunes we'd love to love to hear from you and uh, thank you all for very sincerely for listening and uh, and supporting the podcast. Um, we've we raffled away our, our gift card mm-hmm. that went out to uh, to Jennifer, and she's gonna go and see a movie with her husband, and then they're gonna um, hop on the show and review it with us as well. So excellent! It's gonna be a lot of fun. Great! Awesome! Well, go and see some good movies. In the meantime, let us know what you think about them, and have a wonderful, wonderful time doing it. See you later. And cut.